Welcome back to the Michaela Miles Show. Tonight, we have a special producer for you guys out there. Yes, this producer is very, very well known in the tickling and foot world and very loved for his art, especially. I know tonight we have Sir Bombers. Sir Bombers, are you there? How you doing? Hey, so tell me something before we start. Is that how you like to be referred to as? Yeah, Sir Bombers, Sir B. Either Sir B, or. okay. Okay, sweet. I'll, I'll, I'll shorten it here. For, just use Sir B. <laughs> yeah, it's probably right. better for everyone. Yeah, sweet. Right on. <laughs> so, let's see. First of all, I'm just going to start right in and ask you, where are you located? I am currently located in Austin, Texas. Okay. Lone Star State, right underneath where Michaela would be. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Always under my feet. <laughs> Always under. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, Serby, tell us kind of your where we can find you. Like, what? Where would somebody look for you at? Well, uh, I mostly hang around uh, Instagram at uh, Sir Barber's Galaxy uh, and DeviantArt, uh, which is mostly where I post photos, videos, and uh, and my artwork. And that's at deviantart.com slash surbombers. And you can't miss it. There's just so much good stuff there. Yes, I totally agree. You're you're an amazing artist. And I love your creativity. Yes. <laughs> As I you know, it always comes that way. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying I appreciate it. And, you know, it's good to... Well, let me just comment on the situation here. Yeah. It, the tables have pretty much turned because I remember interviewing you about two <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And look, look where we are. Now you're interviewing me. <laughs> isn't the world fun? <laughs> Such a oh, fun place. This is a small world, isn't it? It is. It's a small world. And you know what? I That's one of the things that I do love and appreciate about the fetish community. Uh, you know, we, we're it's small and we're all tied in. And it's really neat to get curious about everybody. So I am so grateful that you're here today and that you're sharing a little bit of your personal story and also your business as well. So um, for those of for those people listening that don't know, what is your specialty? Um, it's a variety of things. I mostly specialize uh, when I'm not organizing sessions and stuff. Uh, is just drawing. Um, I try to pretty much keep keep everything interesting by doing tickle art and uh, mm -hmm. tickle photography and videography. I mm -hmm. also try to help models. Uh, known and unknown uh, to get into the game, telling them all the good things, all the bad things, and <laughs> uh, pretty much everything in between. So mm -hmm. I guess I am that person who uh, is a supporter mm -hmm. of this community through any means yeah. necessary. Yeah, you definitely are. You, um, How do you find models or how do you find these women that you're like telling this stuff to well mostly it's um it's it's a combination of spur of the moment finds and uh internet finds like mm -hmm. um like back in in like 2012 mm -hmm. I really was trying to find my way when it came to models. And I was at this point where I was like, I'm just tired of seeing everyone else get to have this type of fun except me. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, it started off with cold approaches. Just, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, think of a. Good time. Oh yeah. So let me let me just tell you, like in 2012, 
I was working a ridiculously craptacular dead end job. You know, you know those guys who you work at Best Buy or Home Depot who mm-hmm. seek you out to see if you like to be signed up for something. Uh huh. Even though you only went in there for some light bulbs or something. Right. I was one of those guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it was tremendously boring and <laughs> useless considering I live and worked in. Uh, in Austin, Texas, downtown, with, and uh, mostly in the suburbs. And in the suburbs, there's new houses and stuff being built all the time. Mm-hmm. My task was to promote cabinet refacing, which is essentially putting a veneer on old cabinets to make them look nice and new. Okay. Sounds like a good idea, but when you're in an area that has nothing but new houses being built... <laughs> You're like, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, it's, huh? It's pretty much a waste of time. Advertising <laughs> something that virtually no one needs. Right. But anyway, to pass the time, I would often wander around Home Depot to see if there's any stuff that I wanted and for mm-hmm. potential leads because, you know, because I had a job to do. But... <laughs> wait, wait, okay, keep going. This is awesome. All right. I, when I was presented with this, this fairly tall, slim woman, who has uh-huh. pretty much some of the longest toes I've ever seen. And that's including yours, too. Wow, nice. And I literally almost ran into a shelf because I was so distracted. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, this may seem awkward, but I decided to go over to her, not only to see if she wanted some cabinet refacing, but, you know, <laughs> get a better look at her feet, too, you know. Heck yeah. <laughs> but the the funny thing was she came to me first asking for help with a choice of paint she was going to use for a project she had. And okay. I gave her my best recommendations, told her best choice. You know, it's not really my field to do stuff outside of the digital work, but I gave her my best try. But she was mm-hmm. she wonderfully accepted it, which was cool for me. Nice. So after a bit more talking parted ways but uh, those feet they were in my head (laughs) i was just Uh, and in that moment i kid you not i was driven by a severe compulsion to go back to her and ask her if she'd you know foot mile for me okay now of course you're probably thinking like that's insanely risky (laughs) like we just met that day a total stranger to a total stranger. And, mm-hmm. of course, just outwardly asking someone to take photos of their feet in public. Just outlandish. But <laughs> I went to seek her out in the checkout aisles, pretty much reintroduced myself, said I was a hobbyist photographer, which I was, took mm-hmm. part in unorthodox modeling using the general public. Mm-hmm. Then told her she had a genuinely unique pair of feet and asked if she liked the model and god just i was pretty much a vulnerable lamb at this point because i just totally poured my fetish heart for some person that i just met mm-hmm. to my surprise she said okay where do you want to do it <laughs> no way yes. yeah yeah it, it pretty much took everything i had to just not completely jump for joy at this moment because <laughs> Yeah, we were exiting out of the um, of the store, and she thought it would be a good idea to have the pictures taken in her Jeep. Oh, nice. Yep, it was a nice yellow Jeep, and she thought, and she was this was like a tomboy looking looking lady, jeans, uh-huh. uh, a uh, dark blue shirt that had like some like saying. Like I was doing such and such before it was cool, you know, that type of shirt. Uh-huh. And we and we took it in her Jeep. And what you did it there that day. That day. And oh my God. Yes. In the in the park empty parking lot. <laughs> and those pictures are actually in my gallery. So if you happen to be in my gallery, listeners, uh, and find a model by who's named uh, Long Toed Stranger, that's her. That is awesome. Right? That is a great story. Yes, absolutely. Wow. See, sometimes just being brave and doing it, you know. <laughs> but that that's just an example of like, you know, 
of meeting somebody randomly. Uh, yeah. You know, when it comes to meeting uh, a model, it takes a little bit more coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, perusing, uh, like a while back, I just perused Craigslist. Uh, Instagram wasn't the haven that it is today. I mean, yeah. they were there, but not to this extent. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but. Mostly before doing that, it was either Craigslist or finding them. Like a lot of my uh, uh, supporters on DeviantArt like to tease me by saying, uh, oh, you get all your models from the store because usually when I go shopping, I just cold approach people in the store and ask them. That is so amazing. So wait, have you always been that way or is that just something that you built up the courage and once you did it, you were like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> uh, uh, it, I had to build it up. It was this being to where I am right now took considerable effort over decades. Like, um, mm-hmm. well, let's see. I got another story for you. Uh, yeah, go. <laughs> let's see. Um, oh, so let's go back to 2010. I was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, grad school, but it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, I saved up enough money to buy my first camera, which was a Coolpix point-and-shoot. No, mm-hmm. fairly recent camera, decent, but, you know, it got the job done. But having this new tool was great but it also offered more challenges in the fact that you know me who's only been lurking and doing this in secret mm-hmm. uh i had never really asked anybody up front mm-hmm. so i it, it mostly started uh just cold approaching people that i already knew like lady friends that i already knew mm-hmm. uh that i already hung around and even though i knew them it still took a lot of courage to ask them sure. because because you just never know. Like naturally, I guess rejection is always a thorn in the side of most people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, when, it, when it comes down to it, the worst they can t- say is no. True. You know, yeah. Just straight up ask if you like, don't be afraid. Just just go over there and, and say, hey, look, you know, uh, you know, give them your spiel. Like, I think you have nice quality features. You know, I tend to do art if you into art or do stuff like that. And just, just straight up ask them. Like, mm-hmm. most of the most people are like, oh, I wish that I could uh, be with this certain model or I'll, I hope that someday I can do this. Well, if you just in your room being like, I hope, I hope, I hope, I dream, I dream, I dream. Yeah. You're not asking. You got to go out there and That's give right. it a try. That's right. Now, yeah. like, now to preface that, yeah, so it's not everything is, you know, cut and dry like that. You know, sometimes it takes people uh, a little bit more time to be able to build up the defense to do this. But hey, once you get there, just, just go and ask. See if they can uh, indulge in your interests. Who knows? They might just be, they might be kinksters themselves. Mm-hmm. You never know unless you ask. This is true. That is right. It's an answer, huh? Yep. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, Sir B, um, when did, so, I mean, how did you get into this whole thing? How did, how did you get into the art and the producing Let's see. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's quite a wraparound right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get into art. Well, as most people who know me, mm-hmm. uh, for tickling art, uh, prior years, you know, I've been just having this curiosity with feet and tickling, and it's been. Uh, 
a long process that I've been exploring, especially with the advent of internet. You know, uh, I, I can recall myself looking on dial-up AOL. Uh, what was what was the matter? Like, why was I so obsessed? Mm. And you know, I learned so much. You know, you know about fetishes and uh, interests into that, and like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And that was when I truly understood what this was. Um, it, like, it was starting to bud around in my high school years. And speaking mm-hmm. of which, um, uh, around two thousand three. In my uh, high school years, mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to look up more tickling stuff to match my needs because mm-hmm. I my curiosity was just blossoming. It's like, oh, I know what this is now, and I can just indulge into it. But um, uh, that's when I happened to stumble upon uh, uh, a certain comic series made by a legendary Puerto Rican freelance artist by the name of Dave Alvarez. Mm-hmm. And he's an artist who does work for Disney and Warner Brothers. Um, wow. Yeah, he, he's pretty. And he also does puppet stuff, too, which is really cool. Nice. But, uh, he's my main artistic influence, and my artistic style comes completely from him. So okay. a lot of the stuff that you see me draw is derivative of, of the stuff that he does. Uh, I'm not classically trained in any art whatsoever. I just draw and practice and draw and practice what I see until I make it look like how I want it to look. That's amazing. Really? You, you could have fooled me. <laughs> oh yeah. It, this is years of work, <laughs> but, uh, but more about, uh, the, the thing, his creation was pretty much the catalyst for why I'm here. It was a character by the name of Yenny Lopez. That's, mm-hmm. uh, Y-E-N-N-Y, Yenny. And she's a very beautiful, curvaceous, blue-haired, tan-skinned Puerto Rican babe with mm-hmm. huge feet, size 18 feet. Nice. Gets her in a lot of trouble, though, which is kind of similar <laughs> to... I kind of also pictured as a parallel to you in how your feet uh, gave you trouble early on but then mm-hmm. they blossomed into something that helped you get uh, uh, into a world where you can meet so much, have so many adventures and meet so many great people. So she's kind of kind of like a parallel to you in a way. Nice. Uh, basically, she's, she has huge feet, as I mentioned. Uh, she's hyper ticklish. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, she's not designed to be a fetish character. She just has fetish stuff. And, okay. you know, me seeing this in my young mind, I'm like, oh, man, my goodness, this is great. You know, <laughs> there will be whole entire story arcs and gags, especially cre- created to tickling and other silly adventures. Mm-hmm. And I was just mesmerized by this combination of silly and in- interesting adventures mixed with colorful, sensual imagery. Mm-hmm. And that's what's essentially got me to want to draw like that. And mm-hmm. from that moment on, I, like I said, kept drawing and practicing and drawing and practicing until I got to a point where I'm more comfortable in doing this. And now we're, now we're here. I started from the bottom. Now we're here. Nice. <laughs> and that's- let's see. Uh, did you also ask uh, about producing? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, went on a whole adventure. That's that okay. Uh, oh, you're good. That's great. <laughs> oh. Um, I got into producing because oftentimes when I wanted to see something be made, mm-hmm. it would just never be there. You know, no one would make that or no one had any interest into it. And, you know, like certain characters I wanted to see tickle, but no one would ever draw them or or uh, you have to commission them. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. Once I found out, you know, about uh, uh, Yanni Lopez, 
and how to draw a little bit. Mm-hmm. In 2006, I found DeviantArt, which since its early days has been known as a haven for fetish artists. I decided mm-hmm. to not be a lurker anymore and actually draw stuff and make stuff. Um, just so that um, I can have things and also, you know, share some things with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty much a way to uh, satisfy, you know, I don't have to ask anybody for something. I can just do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, and it didn't just stop there with, with art. It also was for photography as well. Uh, I also in my early days, I was perusing Fetish Nexus sites. Like um, there's this one classic site called Woo's Feet Leaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably a lot of people know about this, especially all the uh, older fetish dudes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a place that had tons of video content uh, and photo content from pro- producers that are either still there or long gone. Um, but there were plenty of sites to get inspired by, like, uh, you know, uh, Foot Paradise or California Beach Feet. And oh, yeah. I guess who I discovered from there. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Just some amazing Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, that was that. Those were the good old days too. Um, Woos and California Beach Feet. Yeah, that's funny. Did, you saw the my little tickling clip, right? Oh yeah, isn't that? Yeah. Okay. That, man, that that messed me up because <laughs> I had just discovered you, and I was like, man, I didn't know women could be that that big, you know, tall wise or have feet that big, and I was. Yeah. Uh, I mean. If I could gush over you for a second, I was straight up just entranced by the concept of you. Like, wow, it would be so great to to meet somebody like that. I'll never be able to do that. And then years later. (laughs) And all you had to do was ask. All I had to do was ask. Now, there were some some, uh, close calls where you had that gap, which we discussed in my interview with you. Yes. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, there's never, never going to be a time where I'm going to meet her. Then, you know, if I can jump on this tangent for a bit. Um, Go ahead. Uh, like late 2017, I think. And I'm seeing and I'm just perusing old stuff. I was actually looking for your content that was just floating around all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I see this the Michaela Miles account on Instagram. And I was like, oh, another poser. Because, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's trying to be you and everyone's trying to put your content like they're you. I mean, <laughs> that must be flattering considering, you know, people try, pretend to be like you <laughs> sending your stuff. But, uh, um, yeah, so I, uh, you probably remember this. I sent you a message. And I think I asked, you know, just to prove if it was you, mm-hmm. I asked you for a particular pictures, which I still have, which I still love to this day. I asked you <laughs> for, you know, you know, a picture of a thumbs up and you smiling and you gave me that picture and I was just floored. I was like, oh, it is you. It is you. <laughs> That was that was probably a game changer right there because it's like, you know, to me, you know, from a fetish standpoint, it's like uh, meeting meeting a celebrity, and it's like I'm being I'm being graced with her presence, textually. But yeah, it was that was cool. Like I genuinely was very happy getting the opportunity to actually talk to you because, you know, like I had discovered you, like I said, on through Woos years ago. You were like pretty much deep into your 
your your first fetish phase, like on top of the world, and then you built built that empire right back up again. So, <laughs> it's it's, it, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so I well that I was just good. yeah. It was it was uh yeah. I was just wanted to emphasize how cool that was by telling that story. Ab no, absolutely. I totally agree. And I, you know, I mean, this going into how we met that was also a really special experience for me. And I, I, you were just such an an amazing. Um, and respectful and awesome person and producer that I think that that's very important to have in this community and in, in our business. And I was very, I was floored, literally floored yeah. <laughs> by, well, by you. In your, and, in your case, that's a, that's a pretty long drop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, well, so I'm super grateful for that, but. Well, I would say well, one last point that you know when we first actually met, I was I was way more floored than you because holy crap, you opened the door and I saw you and I was like, oh my gosh, she's real. <laughs> like, at that point, I had never I've only seen you in photos and and just a decade worth of, of things that you've done, places that you've been across the world, various pr producers, you know, uh, Dark Knight films. Uh, you know, you did stuff uh, for everyday feed, I, I believe. Just, just uh, heavenly feed. All these producers, and I'm like, man, it'd be so good. And then that moment, that was the moment where I felt that I reached the peak of what I wanted to achieve in the community. Being able to meet wow. someone who has such a special place in the hearts of pretty much everyone around the world, like. You know, Aww. I, you, you know, I like to read your comments on your, <laughs> your pieces and yes. it's just amazing to see the amount of love that you get yeah. damn near daily. And I'm like, yes, I was a part of that. Yes, 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 you, yes, you are. And yes, you were yes. for sure. And you are a huge part of bringing me back into the, you know, back into the, <laughs> into the world again because um when you asked me to do the interview i was like well i don't know but then it was just kind of like you know what i'm just gonna open my doors back up again and like this is where i belong yeah so i appreciate you very much <laughs> yeah um yeah thank you um so to get a little personal here and you know feel free to say no if you don't want to but i'm curious when did you know that you had a foot fetish well, we're going back into time here. Uh, yeah, I did it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess looking back, I pretty much have always had an interest uh, ever since I was a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of my earliest memories were just playing around with the feet of my friends in daycare, uh, which mm -hmm. at the time I had no idea what I was doing, nor did I know what the little gears in my head were setting me up for later in life. It's <laughs> <laughs> it was just a quirky interest that I managed to do every time the opportunity would arise. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, uh, there was this one time where I had a, a, a lady friend who uh, I don't know, my, my little kid brain was like, oh, go over there and play with her. And then we would always, I would always wind up tickling her. And it would mm -hmm. be you know, so frequent that the teachers would always be like, is that your girlfriend? And I was like, no, no, ew, cooties. <laughs> but secretly, I was like, I don't know what a girlfriend is. <laughs> right, right. You were just, so it was more, it was like the interest or the curiosity or the fascination of the feet? Yeah, it was like, a, it was just this, this childlike, innocent wonder and fixation with yeah. it and i guess I, I don't know the biology or origins behind it uh exactly but it might just be mm -hmm. uh you know you might have the disposition to just like it if mm -hmm. that's just how you're wired so mm -hmm. you know to each his own some people get it late some people get it early i got it early mm -hmm. and 
Nice. Um, and this would happen uh, all the way up into like high school, where I feel I was essentially awakened. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because that's around the time where you start noticing sensual things. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget what happened in my first class. Uh, there was this tall girl. You already see a pattern here. <laughs> who <laughs> was already pretty attractive with very long legs. And I don't remember why, but the teacher made a comment about her outfit. Uh, maybe it was mm-hmm. not regulation with the school. I'm not sure. But she was. she had very long legs. And uh, she had a hot orange painted toenails, if I can remember. Like, very, very noticeable. Mm-hmm. And her feet were extending quite a bit from our little rinky-dink desks. And from the comment, everyone in the class just drew their attention to her toes, which made, which immediately made her recoil back in her desk and everybody shout out, like, why is everyone looking at my feet now? Oh. And from that moment on, that was that was the moment because I started noticing more and more feet around me to the point of succession, but you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to express what this meant because it's just like like at this point it's just the fixation, and mm-hmm. I finally looked it up. Like I said, on the old days of dial-up AOL, and discovered this concept of foot fetishism, and with some uh, mm-hmm. other research. I uh, think my life was set. <laughs> sure, a lot of <laughs> a lot of other foot enthusiasts have similar encounters too. It's just like you you get this, and then you try to figure out what it is, and then you finally figure out what it is, and then you're like, "Yep, I'm doing that." That's, all right now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Did do you have like a time that you remember w- once you like finally accepted it, or like once you understood it, then you accepted it uh yeah probably around um yeah around the same time uh like uh like in high school i had more of a of the concept of a foot fetish in mind and uh once i had more information on it and Mm -hmm. i just put the uh put two and two together and like yeah this is something that i that i am into uh, of mm-hmm. course, you know, this is my shell days where, you know, I didn't really want to make it known because, uh, unfortunately, today and back then, it's still seen as taboo, probably more than it is today, these days. Now it's a little bit more mm-hmm. casual. Uh, yeah. But back then, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, you, you're into that? That's gross. You know, mm-hmm. silly stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So I I pretty much accepted it during high school. Uh, uh, there was uh, it, it was even worse when I was in art class uh, one day, mm-hmm. and there's this this girl who was being extra flirty with me, and she started playing footsie, and I was like, uh oh, uh oh, and it was. It was getting to where I had to go to the restroom. <laughs> like, oh no, it's too much. <laughs> and they never let me hear the end of it until we graduated. Oh no! Oh, they oh they yeah. saw. Is that what? You... Oh, yep. <laughs> so yep. uh, yeah, that's that. That was the beginning, and I, it just latched on to me from there. And you know, through college mm-hmm. to now, the. Uh, that was just me building up my life in the community. Uh huh. That's great. And so, uh, like, are you comfortable? Well, obviously, you're comf- comfortable in public just asking women, hey, I want to take pictures of your feet. That's awesome. Are you comfortable telling people what you like, your fetish, and what you do? Depends. Um, I try to, like, before I even discuss it, I kind of, uh, how you say evaluate people first to see if they're open-minded sure. uh, mm-hmm. because yeah. you know sure i can tell i i'm comfortable telling it but you know there are some people who would just 
not accepted for anything. So I kind of am comfortable uh, mentioning to people, but it has to be uh, um, to people who I know would be like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool and not make a big deal out of it. Just treat it like it's another option in a sea of options. Yeah, let's yeah, absolutely understand that one mm-hmm. big time. <laughs> I mean, I won't go out of my way um, to be like, oh yeah, I like feet. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, tell us what does a typical photo shoot look like for you, if there is such thing. Mm, let's see. Aside from the chaotic nature, uh, the unplanned candidates and cold approaches. <laughs> right. Uh, the entirety of real photo shoots, in my experience, has pretty much been just a lot of fun planning. Um, mm-hmm. as a producer. Your mileage may vary, but I believe you first have to have a vision of what you want to see, how you're going to capture it, and what equipment you're going to lug around. Then uh, it comes to who you want to want modeling, be it a amateur model from down the street or Craigslist or to legends of the footballing community. Hint, hint. Then <laughs> you got to figure out your budget. You know. See how much a session with a model is, which is very important because if we don't support our models, then the models won't stay models. Like, remember, mm-hmm. remember, listeners, behind those beautiful feet is a beautiful person who needs to survive just like everyone else. Don't forget. And nice. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> and lastly, you, you know, plan for the location, hotel, or anywhere. And then once you get all this, I'd say that photo shoots, in my experience, are pretty casual i definitely make it a point to keep the session nice and loose i mean sure we're here to satisfy fetishy stuff and things but as i mentioned models are people as well so it's crucial to me at least to engage in the conversation taking a break or not shooting anything that requires not talking so it's got to be fun you know the more fun a, a session is, the better future sessions will be. I mean, all I'm saying is have as much fun as possible. And that's what I believe a typical photo shoot should look like. It's not, yeah, it's not all absolutely. work. It's, it's play Yeah, too. absolutely. And, I, and I'm going to toot your horn a little bit. You are actually one of the most fun producers I've ever oh. worked with because I felt like you were, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we might have some like past life kind of stuff, but I felt like I knew you and it was so awesome because it was just so comfortable. And so like you were, it was like an, you were like an old friend who I was just hanging out with. And I was like, Oh, this is great. And I think we, we shot for like, I don't two days straight. Right. And I don't know how many hours, but it felt yeah, like it, nothing. I think we, uh, uh, I first, uh, met you on a Saturday, uh, June first, mm-hmm. um, and we shot just a just a little teaser video on that one, and then mm-hmm. on that Sunday, mm-hmm. I think we shot for like eight hours, which was like really cool. That was the longest session yeah. ever that I've ever done. And but <laughs> just look at all the stuff we made. We made we made oh, yeah. After- how many videos did we make? We made one two. Three, four, at least five videos, and took like mm-hmm. uh, probably like a hundred and twenty pictures. Just, oh, yeah. just straight up, <laughs> it was a, it was a, that was some real work right there. Let's yes, let's break our was, record next. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm down. Oh, let's okay. do it. All right, <laughs> and that's a promise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of your equipment, I do remember uh, this box of yours, this toolbox, or it was a toolbox, but tell us a little about that box of toys. Yes. (laughs) Uh, listeners, Michaela's very familiar with this box. And if you guys would like to see some of the tools from it in action, go check out the tickle video we made on her only, only fans page. (laughs) It's, uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good video. I'm very proud of it. Um, uh, so, yes, I do have a 
a big heavy duty case that's just chock full of uh things to make people happy if you will uh <laughs> i'll never forget uh presenting it and all its contents to michaela and there's just a whole bunch of, of things that are that are dedicated to a foot tickling like uh let me see i got it right here actually let me open it up oh. yes it has ropes and uh, braces tons of hairbrushes massage tools wartenberg reels um uh oh yes the real um <laughs> uh scalp massagers oh and a toothbrush michaela likes the toothbrush the toothbrush no not the toothbrush <laughs> hey, hey, you, you i guys, love it i, I actually guys, love it she really likes toothbrushes wink wink <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> oh that was so yeah. much fun yeah i've so, added more stuff so, so you know if we meet again uh -oh. i have more things uh -oh. to try uh-oh i'm in trouble next time yep. i see you <laughs> yep stick around guys we'll we'll have something fun for you absolutely always yep. right <laughs> but uh yeah i, I love this box right. uh, i believe everyone should have one uh uh, hey, Michaela, you you could have one too, just in case you want to have your own stuff. <laughs> like I prefer this. I don't know about you feather guys, but this wheel is the best. Oh, yeah. Those are tickle. No, those yeah. Oh, now, if, me if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> uh, it, it's a. I think it's a Wartenberg wheel or Waterberg wheel. It was basically uh, an old school medical uh device that was used to check for nerve uh nerve signals and it's basically a hellish looking pinwheel you know it's a pinwheel <laughs> with, with little spikes <laughs> and yeah it's usually used in the bdsm uh scene and it is definitely effective especially on on ticklish people right michaela Yes, this is very true. <laughs> I have now the, the now that you were on that subject, I have let's see. I bought two more of those and they're even more sinister. Like oh yeah. no way. Yep. No way. It's, uh, <laughs> there's one the one I'm holding. Well the one that I use was just uh uh what a pinwheel that had just one wheel i got one that has 10 on it oh my goodness gracious yep. no way it has 10 and it's uh double oh. it's double-sided so it's it's gonna be a lot loads of fun and then there's this other one here that's more cylindrical and this one has 12 on it Yep. What? Oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh boy. We're going to have some fun. Well, you're going to have oh, some fun. Don't worry. I'll be nice. <laughs> I hope. Uh, uh, you'll be nice. Will you be nice? Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, so need I remind you uh, that you picked these things for use? I, I, you picked that's them. true. I, I did. <laughs> I my my curiosity always yeah it always gets me in trouble, <laughs> and that's a great example of it. <laughs> yeah, but that was that oh, was really cool. Like you know, I was just thinking like, okay, we're gonna we're just gonna have to go through a whole bunch of stuff. But you picked them out, and I was like, oh, great choices, <laughs> great choices. <laughs> Um, well, Serby, one question actually about your mysteriousness and your curiosity. Will we ever get to see your face or will you be forever the mystery man? I mean, you know, I, I like to keep a mysterious persona for the sake of fun, you know, like your Daft Punks or your Banksies, you know, plus I'm pretty unremarkable to look at anyway, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> 
hey, uh, I had the opportunity of meeting many folks in the community face to face. So pretty much, uh-huh. uh, you know, if you would like to see me, you'll have to meet me. And that's the rule. Nice. Oh, I like that. Yep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm glad I did. I got to see you and you're, you're an amazing person and you're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, um, and Sir B, one other thing. I, I'm curious, what do you want um, people to get from your art and from your work? Um, I definitely want to present people with, with with work that is unique as possible in the foot fetish and tickling communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of what I make goes with what I was saying earlier in the fact that much I want to see isn't made by other artists and producers. Uh, so mm-hmm. like I said, this is twofold for me in that I can make stuff for me, but also stuff for others who are also thinking of, con- who probably wouldn't be thinking of the same content or, you know, be presented with different scenarios from the usual. I mean, your mileage may vary, but a lot of content in the tickling world has to do with, you know, the classic being tickled in stocks, which is great. It's a real classic. But what if we made the idea more unique, like an intense fantasy scenario? Like, let's say, being in stocks mm-hmm. while trying to solve a complicated puzzle that would provide the key necessary to escape mm-hmm. the, those stocks. A classic scenario with, mm-hmm. a, with a twist for the and something new for the community to enjoy. So pretty much like that. I just want to make stuff that's cool and memorable and unique as much as possible. Yeah, that's great. And actually you you do do that. You are that is kind of your that is your presence, your energy in our community. I feel you're very unique and you bring this passionate unique vibe to us and I'm very mm-hmm. grateful for that. Um one question that I have for you is um, are you currently accepting model applications for working with you now besides <laughs> Home Depot? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, you, I am not a person to say no to anybody who wants to model their feet. Like, if you have great feet and nice. you are open-minded and cool, then, you know, shoot me a message. I will work with you. Uh, you know, if you need, heck, or if you need you know, help with your with your modeling clips or need some pointers. You know, I'll be glad to to give you some tips on that to make sure that you can make the best thing that you could. So I am always open for anybody, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, the tall women. Uh, lots of tall women, please. Just kidding. everyone is open. <laughs> Special request, sir. Yeah. You can you can you can have a special request. All the tall women, no, not just the tall women. Everyone is invited if you want to have some work done. That's so wonderful. Thank you so much, Serbi. Um, tell us one more time just about where we can find you and any projects you're working on in the near future. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, once again, you can find me either on Instagram at uh, Sir Bomber's Galaxy. Uh, definitely. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, as you know, I like to make things for Michaela. I like to especially take the videos that I paid for from her clips for sale site. And I re-edit them to, to you know, just make them nice and, and silly and different. Uh, yeah, like almost everything that you see, I pretty much paid for it from her clips for sale site. And, you know, y'all should definitely check out stuff that she has there too. Uh, uh, I also am located on deviantart.com slash Sir Bombers. That's Sir Dash Bombers, where you can find all of my artwork, um, all of my videos, and pretty much uh, a lot of good stuff. I used to have a YouTube page, but YouTube was being a big meanie to me, and they deleted my stuff. So... <laughs> working on that uh 
but thankfully DeviantArt has good video uh, capabilities, so you might see a lot of my stuff posted there in the future. We'll see. That's wonderful. Well, Serby, we are super lucky to have you in the community, and it is true for all you models out there. He is one of the most helpful people in the community, and I'm I'm just grateful that we do have you here and that you you're with us and I appreciate you very much and all the help that, and work that you've done with me. And I will be down in Austin. I promise you, I know it's, <laughs> you know, with all these silly times going on, but I will be back to see you and see those 12 wheel things. I, oh my God. <laughs> I just want to, just want to uh, say that I appreciate the opportunity just in all ways, you know, you, with you having the platform that you have, and it's good to know that you don't have your head in the clouds, despite you being tall enough to reach them. And <laughs> it's good that I, I was able to find you and, and are able to work with you and continue to work with you because, you know, you're such a fun person. You give so much to the community and, you know, I'd like to... And I'm just so, so honored and humbled to be a part of this adventure, to be a part of your life and be able to, you know, just enjoy this community with you and the rest of the supporters and uh, all the people who know me uh, on DeviantArt and Instagram, definitely appreciate you supporting me and supporting Michaela. Uh, we'll try our best mm -hmm. to make sure that you always have something good to look at and always be entertained because not you guys you know what are we what are we here for what are we doing <laughs> that's right that's right absolutely thank you so much sir b and um yeah we will be definitely be in touch for sure you guys thank you so much for joining tonight and uh, again go see sir B's info and listen to his, or excuse me, listen to, look at his art and watch his videos and um, just go say hi to him because he's an awesome guy. Thank you guys for joining us and we'll 